Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Chill. Oh, yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you, live and in living color, and you're rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Bro, what's the Connected Experience? A lifestyle. The lifestyle. Our lifestyle. How that lifestyle treating you? It's been treating me good, man. I can't complain, man. Everything's working. You know what I'm saying? The grind paying off. So how about yourself? Yeah, man. That's what I would have to sum it up is the grind paying off. And what I mean by that is whatever you put the work into, that's what's going to pay off for you. Like you can't uh, expect to like for anything to fall in your lap. Like, it's no such thing as good luck. Like, it's stuff that you build up to that when it happened, you feel yeah. lucky, but you, you work put in for it. Work. Yeah, 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 you work yeah. for it's it. It's like, uh, see your results. Like, if a nigga hitting the weights and then he look at his chest and see that he got the results he wanted, it wasn't no luck in that. It was right. a hard work. Like, now, if I wake up and see the results from another nigga lifting weights, that's lucky. lucky. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Like, right. Like, how did that happen? What you got going on, though? Yeah, man. Basically, man, back on my uh, marketing shit independently. So, uh, I've been working with a few acts around the nation putting together some marketing plans for them uh putting together some social media campaigns for them Niggas and stuff like that like like uh if you're an artist out there man or whatever you do if you in any type of business man get a professional bio bro like it ain't hard it's not it's not uh it don't cost a lot just get something so when somebody asks you about yourself just boom send it over to them so they can know what's going on man with you you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and i prefer that so uh so i mean we do stuff like that all of that type of stuff as well but uh man i just be liking to see artists grow from wherever they at a few more notches after working with uh the company and everything so what's the name of the uh the creative process agency because we assist in the creative process you know what i mean so this is that's dope, what that's it dope is. can i get a job yeah, I don't know, man. Ten ninety nine, me, my nigga. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to be nobody. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I work from home, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, well, got work. you got a computer, you can yeah. you can work from home. Yeah, yeah man. My word is lacrimose. That's suggestive or tending to cause tears, mournful. My word is lustrum, and that's a period of five years. The Romans like nothing more than combining religion and politics. So in ancient Rome, every five years, they would have a ceremony to uh, celebrate the census. The census used to be every five years in Rome, so that's what it was. Though. What you think they was doing at that ceremony? They Romans. Yeah, they Romans. They wild it up. They get high, whatever. Freak it off. Yeah, get high, freak shit, motherfuckers do today. Yeah, right. Yeah, man. Ain't nothing changed, man. Ain't nothing changed, but the uh, but the way we uh look at the dates on the calendar, because back then it probably wasn't no calendar. So uh, we actually got a guest, man. So uh, what I like when we get guests. I like when guests seek us out because if they heard the show, they heard something that they like about it, whether it be the guest, whether it be the uh, the host, whether it just be both, a combination of both. So this uh, this young man reached out to us. We've been going back and forth just trying to get the date and everything. So uh, he here, he a rap artist. He from the city of Detroit, AGF Israel. Man, go in here and introduce yourself, bro. Um, AGF Israel. I'm from Detroit, West Side. West side, where, where about on the west side? I grew up off 8 Mile between Wyoming and Livinois. Okay. So how was it growing up on 8 Mile between Wyoming and Livinois? Because usually people we get in here, they either from 7 Mile. Or the east side. Or the east side. They just count the whole east side. So we. Uh, well, over there, it's like a whole family. You know, everybody like a family. I mean, I grew up on different sides. My my grandma, that's where she stayed. That's where I spent most of my time. But I grew up on Schoolcraft and Joy Road. That's where my daddy stayed. But, like, 
most of my grandma neighborhood was where I loved being at. We was all like family. Still is to that day, even though like some of us went different paths and do different things, you know. So it's, it's still a stronghold like, in the community, like your, your, your grandma's a house. sense of community. Yeah, yeah my, my grandma, she, was, she lived there like 70, almost 70 years. She just recently moved out and moved my auntie because she was getting old, you know what I mean? But like that was like last year or so. Is Did the house still in the family? Nah. Oh, y'all ain't keep the house in the valley? We was everybody was trying to, but my grandma, you know, she was like self sufficient, so she ain't really tell us, you know that. Right. She just one day called like I'm moving. No, nah, no, nah, she just one <laughs> day called all of us like I need y'all come over here and help me get this stuff out of the house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was basically like that, and you know that that was just what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She moved, but the sense of community and family still over there because that's where it was bred at. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, what's your age range, bro? Uh, between twenty eight and thirty. Okay, so you're 29. So, uh, <laughs> no, I always ask that because, like, uh, I'm 38. Uh, so, we, I'm probably got about 10, the tip, excuse me, depending on your age, I got about 10 years on you. So, the stuff that I grew up doing and what you grew up doing may be totally different. It's all probably for the same reason uh, to build a reputation, to build uh, financial sources. How did you make your name in the city as far as like before rap was a thing for you? Like, how did people know who you were to even want? to listen to your music if that makes sense um well like in the city you know what i mean like it's just me i was always like a popular kid you know what i mean like i i moved around a lot you know of course i was in the streets like any other typical detroit guy coming up but like i really get most of my support like from eight mile and then like a lot of us from chicago because i stayed there too okay. oh in so the city you, of chicago yeah how okay. you ended up in chicago my grandma stayed in chicago you know i was getting in trouble out in detroit in so this Detroit. is the old dad's mom my, my mom's mom okay so what what part of chicago um she stayed in the suburbs but you know i, I always ventured off no know. i asked that because my wife family is from uh the fuck is that shit called damn it's on the tip of my tongue but it's a suburb of chicago what is it roselle uh schaumburg uh elgin you know, nah, man, I can't text her and ask her dog, because it's gonna bother. It's gonna bother me, yeah. though. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but she from there. You, well, her that side of her family from there. You know what I mean? So, and I always like uh, it. Always amazes me. Uh, well, let me ask you this question first: Is your grandma who lived in Chicago from Mississippi? Nah, she from Iowa. Okay, no, I asked that because a lot of, when people was making a great migration, uh -huh. if for some reason if you was from Mississippi, you, you went to Chicago, Chicago, but if you was from Alabama, you ended up in Detroit, but it was all to still work at the plant. So that kind of amazed me, like, why did all the Mississippi people go to Chicago? You feel what I'm saying? So, like, when you hit Chicago, how old were you the first time you went and had to stay for a little while? I used to go all every, like, every summer ever oh, okay, since I was okay. a kid because, like, when I was born, I had to, I moved with her because my mom, she was young. So I moved with my grandma. She moved. She was staying in Jersey first. And then when I was born here, I moved there until I was like five, came back here, stayed for a while. Then every summer I would go to Chicago. To Chicago. So what was the culture shock like from the difference in between Detroit and Chicago? And Jersey, middle, too. And Jersey, yeah. It's all Midwest. Well, the Jersey, the, yeah. I don't really remember because I yeah. was so young. But, yeah. like, you know, Chicago, was, it was always cool far as like I mean I think it was cool because I even in, in like the city because I she stayed in the suburbs but I had cousins and stuff that stayed in the city and I'll go out there and visit them you know like during the weekdays or like right, right right and you know like I think growing up in the suburbs and growing up in the city is like a different cultural aspect all in itself you know because I got to learn how you know people in the suburbs are 
they grow up opposed to how we come up. And, you know, they fascinated with us anyway. Like, I was, like, always a cool kid because they wanted to see, like, well, what's he about? You know what I mean? Oh, he's he from the hood. And I guess it fascinates them to be from the hood. But I'm fascinated to be out here. Cause uh, so the city is Harvey. That's what I'm, well, it was on the tip of my tongue. It's Harvey, Illinois. But when you say grow up in the city and the suburbs, like, give me an example. Because, like, uh, I'm from Angster. And on the outside looking in, one would call that a suburb because yeah. it's suburban Detroit. Yeah. But it, I don't like I don't know if it's because I think different, but I just don't think it's no different. So I, let me give you an example. Right. So it's people in the city with both parents in the house. Mm-hmm. It's people in the suburb being raised by a single parent. Yeah. It's people in the suburbs who family own drugs. It's people in the city who family never touch drugs. I don't I think like people place place these uh thoughts and stuff on city versus suburb when it's really exactly the same to, to, I mean, to me so that's why i asked you for an example because i like i just can't see it being different like well see example for me it's like it really wasn't the same like i remember my it was a my grandma she lived in the suburb suburbs though like it was like Melrose, you know people 16 getting ferraris and stuff like yeah. that you know for their cars like it wasn't like she had a gated community it was big houses and you know that type of stuff you know yeah, down yeah. the street you had Miley Cyrus or somebody, you know, she, right, she right. was rich, rich. Like it wasn't yeah. no typical, you know, what you call it. So it's a lot different. Like I remember growing up and like this white uh, guy, his son, you know, he was teaching us about investment portfolios, yeah. it's different stuff that I never learned, you know what I'm saying, about credit. And he had like a whole stockpile for his son before he can even turn 18. Like when his son was set before he turned 18. Like right, nobody right. told me nothing like that. I ain't know nothing about credit. My mom was trying to run up my credit. <laughs> but right. what you call it, like it's just a different environment. Like I, yeah. I, I learned well, But so would much. you say that that was environment or mentality, right? So I'll give you an example, right? So. If I live in Inkster my whole life still and I teach all my daughter that stuff yeah. and I got her all set, that don't got nothing to do with suburbs or, you know what I'm saying, or inner city ghetto. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, because I think when people be in the suburbs, well, when people hear suburbs, they automatically equate that to easy living. Yeah. That's what it be. Yeah. So, like, when we in the ghetto, right, we, we, Inkster is the ghetto. Whatever's going on in your neighborhood, that's what's going on in Inkster, all of that, right? Yeah. But people say, well, I want to get money to get out of Inkster. But then you go somewhere else and you fund they schools and you do all of this stuff to make their communities better, but then you come destroy yours. So, if I might as well stay in Inkster if I'm a big time dope dealer and I sell dope in Inkster because I'm going to get killed in Inkster anyway, no matter where I live. Right. So I might as well help fund that community while I'm helping destroy it is what I would think. Right. But that's not what it is. They you sell dope, you get out of the community and you go make these white people neighborhoods seem better than yours, but they not. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like I just approach that different. So how many of y'all was it growing up? Because you are you the only child? No, nah, I got uh, four sisters. You the oldest though, or you the youngest? No, oldest. Oh, oh, that's a hard one. You feel what I'm saying? So how was that coming up? Because what's the uh, so you the oldest, and then what's the next one closest to you? My my other sister. She uh yeah. She like how far? How many years is she under you? Like three. Oh okay. okay. So when she was a freshman in high school, you was a senior. No, I was out. Oh oh oh. So so it's three turning into yeah, four. Yeah yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So uh. How did you approach that, like being a uh, a brother with three younger sisters? Like, how did you approach that? Because that's heavy, man, because, you know, niggas be foul and then find out you got a big brother and then, <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? A, a lot of your troubles could have came from that, See, like, like, growing up. I, my sisters didn't really, my sisters didn't really, they loved me, but, like, far as when it came to, like, boys and stuff, yeah. they ain't like me because 
like my reputation preceded itself. So yeah. like, people didn't even want to mess with my sisters because I was really that guy. Like yeah. they, they heard me. They heard about, oh, that's your brother? Oh, yeah. hell no. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, I know exactly what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, damn, dog, it's going to be hard on you trying to find the nigga because I'm your yeah. brother. You feel yeah. what I'm yeah. saying? It, I got an older sister and it's like that. You know, like I'm not a big guy. We not big guys. But like sometimes when my sister talk about us to the people she date, when they meet us they think that we're gonna be seven feet tall and then they be like these little niggas you feel what i'm saying but it's like you you already heard about it so like don't be the example my nigga (laughs) right (coughs) but you know dealing with women i look at it like this like i wish my at this age i am right now i wish my wife brother would come say something to me because this ain't your household so use your mind your business you feel what i'm saying that don't that ain't because i'm tough or nothing but i wouldn't say nothing to my sister's nigga because you know you can't it ain't nothing you can do when somebody feel like they love somebody no matter what you say no matter what you do right you could beat a nigga to the to the ground and she she gonna gonna pick him up yeah Right, that y'all gonna be, yeah. they gonna be right back together, yeah. and y'all gonna be beefing now. You that's know why I don't, I don't get in that type of stuff. But as a, you know, we was growing up though. It was you ain't know not yeah, it was yeah, different. Like because you know, like I feel like I'm y'all protected. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I ain't having it. You know what I mean? Especially like I don't care what he talk about. Like, yeah. you know, that was just me. I was, I was a terrorist though. Like, yeah. I was one of them. They couldn't stand when I came around. Like you know what I mean? Right. My, yeah. my mama was so like. She'd be the person that's trying to get him out the house before, before you get there. Before yeah. I show up, she, well, your brother coming up. Yeah, yeah, your brother coming up. You get them out the house. You know what I'm saying? Like you know how he act. You know what I'm saying? So it was just one of them. I was, you know, I was ruthless. I didn't care. You know what I'm saying? So, now, now, something you said stood out to me. Uh, you said like your grandmother was like really rich. Yeah. Right, and that's your mom's mom. How did your mom end up in Detroit to um, even meet your father? Uh, my my grandma she started here. Oh okay she, okay. She used to live, you know, this is where she was originally like living, and then okay. she moved to Jersey because she was, became like the president of American Airlines. Okay, so that's that's that that's dope, man. Like you just yeah, said that, like don't so. Just glance over that. So your yeah. grandma was the president of American Airlines, and at, whenever this time was, that wasn't a position that black women would hold. Like, is this in some history books or some shit? Like real nah, talk. She ain't because my grandma wasn't that old. She yeah, was, that's old. even better. Yeah, you yeah. feel what I'm saying? She was only like before when she passed. She was like only her. 50s or 60s or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so that's how they got to Jersey, and then she ended up yeah, in Chicago. She moved from for the, for the airlines. They moved her out and to Jersey, and then she ended up going out there to take a position. She was only like the senior or something at that time, and then when she moved Chicago again, that's how she ended up moving again. She became the president of the local 12 of like uh, the union or whatever, and yeah, then, yeah. Like, then they moved her up to become the president of the company. Yeah, no, we ask these kind of questions because, you know what I'm saying, all of that shaped who you are and how you got here and then because you decided to rap. You feel what I'm saying? So that's why we asking these questions because people should know, like, every decision that somebody, I was just explaining this to my my nine-year-old, I said... The thing about being a parent, because I told her one day, like, I would suggest you don't have any children, right? Not because I don't love my children. And then she said, why? I said, because you're going to make decisions when you have children that's going to affect their children without you knowingly know. Like I said, it could be as something as simple as going to the store. Like, I don't come out of my house personally. Because when I used to practice Islam, I wouldn't come out of my house after the last prayer. Mm-hmm. So I still uphold that. Like, I don't go out of my house unless I absolutely have to no later than 9 o'clock, right? So what if I break that rule 
and then get hit by a car and I die and then that affect my kids and then they they be affected and then they bring kids into the world and the kids be affected like that that one decision right. and that's just on the surface so think about when you're getting into stuff like investing or like not investing right because the the worst thing you could do is not invest if you invest at least you took a chance trying to get something but a decision like not investing can say that's the difference between I grew up in the ghetto and you growing up in the ghetto, because if I would have invested, we could have been out of here and showed you a better life. Right. Or I could have paid for the college you wanted to go to scot free without no loans. If I would have invested 20 years ago. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So I just was explaining to her how those decisions like really start to shape your family. And like, if you don't want to have that burden, the best thing for you to do not is not have kids. children. So every decision that you make only affects your future. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Right. But how do we come to rapping? Like, what made you pick up the mic while you was out there being a terrorist? What was the soundtrack to your terrorism? Um, well, I was going through a, a lot, you know, in my life, like far as I ain't going to tell it all, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I went through a, a lot growing up as a kid, you know, living with my moms and all the different things. But um, I don't know. I used to just write stuff down. And, you know, I got like a musical family. You know, okay. like, like my grandfather used to write for like the Four Tops and stuff like that. And he was doing his thing. A lot of, a lot of history that yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, kind of glaze it over. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, yeah. okay, so you, like, you, like, one grandmother is the president of American Airlines at was. one point. Yeah, You're right. And is this the same grandfather that's writing for the Four Tops or is this the other grandfather? I mean, well, it's, yeah, it's my mother's father. So. Right, right, right. So your mother's side is... Right successful. We would yes, have to say su successful. Successful. Yeah. In two different genres, right? So <laughs> writing music, it's hard to be successful in that because you could think you got the best song and it only depends on if the listener likes it. Nothing else. Right. Like when it comes to that, and that be my biggest problem with artists is no matter how much the artists think they dope, it only matters what the people, people. like. Yeah. If the people don't like you, it's you nothing be dope. you can do, I, I've bro. heard super dope artists yeah. that people just don't like. For whatever reason. It could be, is I don't know, man. It, 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 it be little things, too. It could be like, you rapping too fast. If you slowed it down, they could catch it because they like the way a person look. They like the way a person dress. But it's like, it's something about the music. But then other times, it's not the music. It's something about how you look. How like, you dress. Yeah, yeah, how you dress. Like, uh, that nigga, look, he talking that gangster shit. He dressed like a nerd, whatever they think a nerd is. Yeah. And it's like that, that, those little tweaks, but it's so hard to make an entertainment. So to get placements and stuff for the uh, group like the Four Tops. Did you ever witness any of that, like him writing or in the oh. studio with him or anything like that? No, I mean, I, I witnessed them doing stuff with, like, dramatics, the dramatics, you know, because, yeah. like, my godfather was like Wenzel from the dramatics. <laughs> so I, I went to that. So know. basically you was groomed for the position of yeah. being in music. Yeah, I, I mean, my mom, she was a, she sung, but she didn't take it serious. Like my mom yeah. could sing, you know, saying stuff like that. But, and my dad used to write raps and stuff like, you know, like it, I guess it was just in my family. And I got like other cousins that's, you know what I'm saying, in the music industry. Yeah. I ain't going to tell them because I, I don't like to mention their names because. But y'all deep. It, like, yeah, so this yeah. is, this is like third generation music industry, so to speak, for y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's good because I also see that you you you've written and produced for real people in the industry. Like yeah. so we go get to that. But so when you discovered that you wanted to rap, what was it that made you want to do it? Um, like I said, I was writing stuff down. And my auntie, she had this boyfriend. He lived lives in Chicago at the time. And you know, I had been writing music and just putting it in my notebook. And my grandfather would be like, that's kind of dope. You know what I mean? Whatever. You know, yeah. like that's that's poetry from the heart. He used to say that all the time. And yeah. I'd be like, yeah, because I would be just writing like my pain down, like right. the stuff I was going through in my life. And like, you know, 
I was always hurt all the time. I had a lot of anger in me, so this is like my my, my outlet. Now, when you say you was hurt and had a lot of anger, is like uh, without going too deep into it, unless you want to. Where's this source of anger coming from? Where's this source of hurt? Um, well, like I said, I'm not ashamed of it. Like you know, I, I feel like I tell my life. You know, like I used to watch my mama get beat and all those different yeah. things. I now, is this by your pop or no, by another nigga? Stepfather, right? At that time yeah. I, no, I ask that though because like that can make you look at your pop different too. Like, damn, like how 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 you say you love somebody and you, you know i'm a product of that and then you put your hands on her nah, you feel what i'm saying wasn't him. like yeah. I, I used to resent him too because i feel like he ain't come save you he come save you know what i'm saying like and i was like getting abused and all types of stuff so like it was just that and then like that i think that's what turned me to that person to, to the, yeah that just not even just the writer like that terrorist i was talking about because i was right. angry all the time yeah and i was one of them people that didn't care about life nor death you know what i'm saying like i i wanted to die at some point so it was like because anything got to be better than this yeah so it was like whatever you know what i mean right. that's how i became now how old are you when all of this is going on so you write in the poetry from the heart i was you, like seven 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 eight so when did you turn that poetry into rap? Like who? Like was it your grandfather who said, "Hey, these could be rap songs," or was it just? I oh, like, usually just told you it was like poems from the heart. And then, like I said, my auntie boyfriend, um, he had got my notebook when I was out in Chicago one time, and he was like, oh, "It's kind of, it's kind of dope." You like rap? He's like, "Well, you ever tried to putting that on the track?" I was like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? what? The fuck? Yeah. yeah. Like no, no. Like nah, I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? He like nah, come on. So like my auntie, they set me up. She took me to the studio, and he had me in there. I felt like he was Joe Jackson or somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Come on, hurry up. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah. I say you gotta say it. I like, I don't know how to rap. He's like, yeah. that ain't even 16 bars. And at this time, I don't know what none of that is. I'm right, like, right. What's, what's bars? You know what I'm saying? What are you yeah. talking about? You know, like, so it didn't work out very well the first time. But when we, I came back, and my mom's new husband at the time, not the old, like the new one, he had a brother. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And um, we was close. You know, we became to get close. But he, he was in the drums. He played the drums. He was in the band and stuff like that. And uh. Hey, like I think Fruity Loops or something came out at that time. And he he was like one of the first people I seen with it. And he started yeah. like making you know beats, and I'll just be harmonizing, you know, like just messing with stuff. Yeah, so yeah. like it was like I think we just decided I was like ten, and we just made a song. Like you know, he, I was like forget it. He got the little mic and yeah. it out. We started rapping, and then from there, like somebody told me, like my dad was like, man, that's dope. You know what I mean? How y'all ain't ten years old? <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's dope. Like y'all did that all y'all on your own. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that, was, that was all y'all. But he was, you know, he's always smart. Like. My, 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 he was like he was smart. That was my uncle at the time. He was smart. He was smart. He was very technical. He know how to do all that stuff. He knew about bars, measures. But I guess being in a band can help you with that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what they teach you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He counts was, and shit. He's a little older than me, so you know we just did like and then from there, you know I kind of, kind of took it serious. Like, but it wasn't like I'm gonna take this serious. I right, because you're still a kid. Yeah, like, I wanted yeah, to be yeah. a hooper. Like I wanted yeah. to play basketball. Yeah. I was Which was a point guard. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. good at that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like I wasn't studying that really. It was fun. It was just something to do. And so we would do it. But then like I think. I was so competitive, so I, I got like you know got older, and then I think I was like high school time, and uh, this one guy named Johnny, he had tried to battle rap me. <laughs> you know he get the, you know he going. I'm like damn, you know what I'm saying. So I tried. Now, now when he tried to battle rap you, are you a basketball star at this time? Like like is it a big deal that he tried to battle you, or is this like some? I heard he rapped. No, or this like, is like my. I ain't even really started high school yet. You know <laughs> right, like, right. My yeah. first with no ain't no tryouts or nothing. We just get into school. Like yeah. he was hearing that I rap because you know I that was when I went to Central and my grandma she was like the, well not my real grandma but you know my mom's husband's mother yeah, like yeah, she yeah. was like an aide at there and then like you know their house was literally across the street. She stayed across the street so everybody knew him from the hood. Like I knew everybody yeah. when I got to Central. So yeah. it was like. I was in there and he was like, yeah, yo, so you be rapping, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. So he just started, you know, he started <laughs> <laughs> right, in, the, in, in, the hall, in the hallway talking about what you got. 
But at that time, I didn't know how to freestyle. Like, I don't yeah. know what to say. So I'm like, I say a couple words. Everybody like, man, you suck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I didn't get my shit on. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm warming up, nigga. Yeah. So, I'm so competitive. So like, after that day, I'm like, man. Hell no. Like, so I go, I'm in the mirror 24 7. I went, I told my girl, I want some eight mile shit. Yeah, I want a, <laughs> I want a karaoke machine. Like, just give me the color. So I'm, I'm in, this, in the mirror with the karaoke. I'm going back and forth. I'm yeah. just, I'm but taking you, words. putting your shit, shit together. Trying yeah. Trying to analyze them, trying to take a word and see how I can flip it six different ways. Like, I was getting serious with it. So, like, I was so determined. So it's like probably about a month later, yeah. I went right on his block. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what's up? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I, yeah, I'm back, I'm nigga. Back. Yeah. So he, he went, tried to go on me, he said his little first, and I killed him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So after that, everybody, man, and it goes to like, he won the, everybody won the battle after that. So yeah. then it just became fun. It just so now you're a battle rapper because this nigga started it yeah, off. Tried to bully you all. So when you when you doing it at this time, what, what's your what's your rap name? Like like Because I want to know how we get to AGF Israel. You know what I mean? So back then, what was your rap name? Cause I know before a nigga settle on one, it's been fifty, but we yeah. only people heard of twelve of them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I ain't even. I don't. I ain't even have a rap name at that time. Like yeah. I said I was still just doing it for the sport. You know what I mean? Like it was fun to me, so I ain't. Really, yeah. I was just rapping. Like, but I. I didn't think get a name until. Um, I think it was probably a couple like a, a couple years after that when I like. I really start taking it serious, and right? Because now you can't. Now you got to start venturing out to where people might not right. know your yeah. hood nickname. Yeah. So you got to say, "Hey, I'm such and such. I'm such yeah. and such." You feel what I'm saying? And that's uh, that's always the good thing too. Like so, like uh, just when you coming up, when you have to start venturing out your neighborhood to see how really good you are, to see how good you right. are, yeah. right? You feel what I'm saying? So like, take us through that. Like, when do you start having to make sure you that dope that not everybody yeah, now you the, you're the freshest on the you. block yeah like who rap oh no let me go get my man yeah. when do they start coming to get you to battle niggas um i think it was like a couple years after that i was like 15 you know what i mean or, or 16 or something like that and uh my that during this time like i'm popping you know yeah. what i mean like I'm, I'm i'm getting i'm starting to catch a buzz not just off of battle rapping i'm catching the buzz off just rapping like in general like i had right some, right some songs out and stuff like that and we like making moves at this time like we doing different things and uh i think the first time i realized i was that good is when i had the opportunity we went to philly because my cousin he had some guys that he said was in philly and he was caught tied in with the streets but he had like plugs with everybody like that and uh he let us come into his crib and took us to a house. I remember when I first got there, he had guns all over the bed. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Who's this? this? You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, he was like, he showed us mad love. He was really plugged. And uh, he actually, I got the chance to, you know, battle rap Cassidy. So I thought that was like the dopest thing to me. Like, yeah. I, I actually got to sit there. Well, it wasn't really a battle. We were just trading. It was a battle for him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he, he felt he like count, it was Listen, a listen, because Cassidy said he never lost a battle. Yeah. So he count that as one of his 800 wins. I don't give a fuck what happened. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. In the battle, like my the guy that was with me, he's like, "Hey, Cash, my thing, give you a run for your money." And he was like, "Whatever." So we was just like in the middle of like a hotel in this little lobby area, just going back and forth, back and forth. But yeah. it wasn't like I wasn't talking about him. He wasn't. Talking no, 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 no. I'm saying I know that we know that. But, but I'm saying he, any nigga who say he never lost a battle count any time he ever rapped against a nigga as, as a, a battle. battle. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So like, was you gassed off that? Like, not too much gas, but you like, you like, okay. I can go bar for bar with these niggas. Because yeah, like, he, well, we talking Cassidy when he was Cassidy, on TV yeah, yeah, and yeah, shit yeah, yeah. like that. So, right, so like you trading bars with, uh, I mean. He I'm was top tier until yeah. the accident. Yeah, and then, a- after the accident, everything went downhill. But like Cassidy was actually on.
on that level yeah. to be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because if if niggas, he was really pacing, like he, <laughs> he, he was, was on pacing, his way. like you know yeah, what I'm he, saying? He been yeah. So yeah, that accident uh, really fucked him up, and uh, I I always. I know that guy to fuck with him mentally. Like, cause you know, he said, uh, uh, we go jump off him in a minute though. But he said like the accident gave him amnesia to the point where he didn't even know like his songs that was hits. Oh. His people had to tell him like, no, oh, nigga, you, hits record. Like, you wrote was this. A hit record. Like you, you wrote this, yeah. this your song. So he couldn't even do shows cause he don't even know that this my song that these people like. Damn. You feel what I'm saying? But I always look at shit like that when shit like that happens, that comes straight from the most high. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Because everything we love, the most high showing you, this could be taken. I can leave you here and take that away. Cause think about that. Think about something you wrote that other people rap word for word. And, and then you can't you. remember it and can't remember that. That's I, I wrote what they saying. Only some, only the most high can say, I can take this away and leave you here. And you oblivious to this. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So I just always look at that like I don't know what type of path he was on, but the most high slowed him down a million percent. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So so now you battle. I mean, now y'all rap, y'all trade bars. Yeah. So you know, like, I'm 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 nice. I'm getting nice. Like, so so how what we doing now? Like you get nice because Philadelphia they hands got the down has MC. the best yeah, yeah, rappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. the niggas can't make songs all the way, yeah, but they can rap their ass off. That's what they do. They that's rap. what that's what made me like you know like I said because he 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 ain't really he ain't really say like oh you was dope or nothing like that. <laughs> he, just, he just smiled at me talking about. Yeah, youngin. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, you ain't from Philly, yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. 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 It'd be hard for them to believe that niggas who ain't from Philly can rap. actually rap with yeah. Philly. But niggas. the guys around them, like the guy, like everybody that was in the what you call it, they was all like, dog, you nice. How old is you? You know what I mean? And it was like we got the conversation like that. But what made me really realize that I was like I was dope, because like Benny Siegel was like my favorite artist at this time. Yeah. And the next day we went to a studio where he was at. And he was in the other room, you know yeah. what I mean, in the other, I guess in the other, you know, area. And I was, you know, recording the song and it was called like Through Hella Hot Water at this time. And it was um some guy, two guys from Philly and a chick. And, you know, I got I did the little verse on it. And I guess the chick knew him. So, you know, she was like, Hey, Benny, I want to check, you know, woo woo. You gotta come listen to this. Chick, listen to it. So she brung him over there, he checked it out, and he's like, play it back. But it was my verse. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. He's like, play, play that back. He's like, no, no, just that one right there. Let me hear that. Yeah. Because I guess he heard them rap. Yeah. Yeah. Like In real life, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what stand out because it's new to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he, you know, listened to it again. And he said, play. He's like, play. Hold on one more time. Yeah. So he came out and it was like a particular bar. And I can't remember because it's so long ago. But he asked me, he's like, bro, you a genius. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I never thought of no shit like that. Yeah. He's like, man, you must have been. He told me I was stealing a rhyme a page out of Jay Z's notebook or some yeah. shit. And he was like, man, that young kid dope. So he started talking to him. The, the other guy, um, his name was Cam, that brung me there. Yeah. And they was chopping it up. And you know what you call He's like, yeah, bro, you impress, you impress my man. Benny, he yeah. fuck with you. You know, you fired like that. I was like, appreciate it. And then I was like, man, give me a deal with Rockefeller. You know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's what you're thinking as a kid. Yeah, like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a deal with Rockefeller. He, you lucky he ain't sick Chris and me for you. Rockefeller. Like, um, nah, but see, during that time, people were saying I sound like Jay-Z and Chris. Like well, Chris put together like yeah. they, I was like a combined mixture of those. Yeah. That's what made me. I had, I had stopped rapping for a second. Cause oh, because you trying to develop your style, and as an MC, the last thing you want to hear is you sound, sound like, like somebody. Yeah, because that's all I kept hearing. Like man, you sound like Jay Z. But that's all I listened to. You know what I mean? Like that was like my idol at that time. Like I 
had him on playback. I listened to his whole album from beginning to end. And right. Repeat it. It ain't just you sound like him. It's just this all I'm consuming. Yeah. Like, like this is all I'm hearing. It's embodied. I'm yeah. embodied. I've embodied this. Yeah. Type I, of lifestyle and, and I everything. Studied, I studied his, you know what I'm saying, his rhyme patterns, his schemes, you know, the way he put, put his metaphors together. And that was like all I, that was what I used to do. That's why I know. So I what's your friends. rap name at this time? Uh, Young Sino. Young Sino. Okay. Yeah. And then so, okay, you come back from Philly. First of all, your favorite artist told you you was dope. So that's so that's that's enough for a nigga to say I'm tight, like, yeah. cause now nah, nigga I will rap y'all nigga B said I was tight, but <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So like, are you ever at this point saying like this is what I'm going to do? Like hands down, I'm not <laughs> fucking with shit else but this music because you getting you, you getting get confirmations. Record. Like yeah. I just I just rapped with Cassidy and he didn't kill me. So that's a win for a nigga. Like you feel what I'm saying? Because we done seen Cassidy kill yeah, niggas. Yeah, I mean, we weren't battling. No, right, but, but you didn't walk away yeah, feeling like, yeah, damn, like, I'm trash. No, like, no. like, okay, look, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. When Freeway walked away from that battle with Cassidy, he cannot. That ruined his confidence. Yeah. <laughs> you, but you didn't walk away like that. Yeah. So you like, okay, I could go bar for bar with these niggas. Yeah. I could, I could stand in the, I could stand in the cipher with yeah. niggas. Yeah. Then your favorite rapper is like. I fucks with you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So now you come back and what's your next step? What's your next move? Uh, at that point, you know, I had been like taking, but I, you know, like I said, I'm still competitive at the same time and I'm like, I could be better. So, you know, like at the time when everybody keep calling me Jay-Z and all that type of stuff, I'm like, nah, I gotta stop. I gotta figure this out. So I wouldn't listen to start listening to everybody else. Like from Fabulous became my favorite artist and I started critiquing his metaphors, his bars. And I was, I was like an analyst to this music thing. Like, right. so like, I just, I gotta take it the next step further. Like I gotta be better than what, and I think that was always my problem. I think that's what held me back a lot is because I was my worst critic. Like yeah. I always felt like I could be better. I don't care who told me I was great. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and then what? And so, and then another thing, artists like fail to realize, right? Once you put it put out, it out, is nothing you can do. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like what, that's all you. That's your contribution. Yeah. Like I put it out, and either they fuck with it or, or they, they don't. don't. But not <laughs> what it be is artists take it personal. Personal, it, right? Like 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 like. Cause we we used to rap, and we we just overall creatives. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. you gotta separate taking it personal once you put it out there. Yeah. Because you put your heart and soul into it. You want a motherfucker to feel how you felt when you made it, right? right? So you might be waiting for everybody to trip off that line that you thought was the shit. Yeah. But in all actuality, six lines down, the one that you just jotted down, other motherfuckers be like, oh, man. And so you can't pick, like, because I write books, you know what I'm saying? I'm an award-winning urban fantasy de- author, right? And it was certain parts in my book that I wanted people to react a certain way to. So everybody who's reading a book, nobody's even mentioning these parts that I felt like was like, oh, shit. And all the parts that they mentioned, I had to go back and look at them parts from a different point of view because that's catching somebody, that's catching somebody. That caught me. Right, right. And then then the thing with music is, right, for example, everything creative but music specifically, right? So with Master P and them May, I Miss My Homies, a nigga who never lost somebody close you can't understand this song right. but as soon as you lose somebody close and you put that song on now it hits you right. and that could have been 10 years after he made it because music the the, the 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 really good great music stand the test of time no matter what right. you feel what i'm saying so that's why when you think of uh, Smokey robinson and stuff like that and i don't know your grandfather's name so i don't know what songs he wrote but that that them pen games used to be out cold because they writing love songs and no matter what someone's going to be in love no matter what someone wants this play that they win when we when we get to rap though 
it's people don't so make big. rap songs to stand the test of time. They like make them for the time. Right. They make it for the time. Right. So right. when we caught up in the streets and we listening to music that's caught up in the streets, it's like, damn, they made that to mirror my life. But I really won't, wouldn't want this music to, to live on to mirror somebody else's life. Because if right. it starts to mirror uh, uh, my 18-year-old cousin life when Jay-Z made it 20 years ago, we fucked up. For 20 years right. because we didn't we didn't erase this cycle right. and, and and a lot of rap music do that you feel what i'm saying a lot of and but and i think that's how mcs get overlooked too because juvenile is music should stand the test of time because let's uh not 400 degrees but what's the next album what was that uh let it burn i forgot but the album at the uh, 400 degrees he got the song on there you go take them five is that on 400 degrees or that's no, on the second that's one? on the next one you go take them five or you go take that shit to trial, yeah. right? But if you listen to that song, he tell you everything that's going to happen when it's time for you to plea out. The DA, he trying to get elected in the fall. He te- So this we, we know that this going to happen, but people always overlook them type of MCs Thanks. for the flash. I mean, Thanks. Juvie was flashy. He made, huh? And Bling Bling was on his album. But, like, Juvie a real MC. Like, I would put my money on Juvenile against a lot of niggas you feel what i'm saying but other niggas would be like he just made back that ass up but back that ass up go get your girl to the dance floor or go go they go be on the dance floor and you go pick your girl you feel what i'm saying so i just like the music we started to make with rap it kind of reflected the times and didn't stand the time you feel what i'm saying i don't want a kid singing murder was the case man because he caught a a murder charge dog right you feel what i'm saying i want a motherfucker singing I don't know. I can't even think of a song. <laughs> you 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 feel what I'm saying? Right. And, and and but anyway, back to the so then you hone in your skills, you Detroit to Philly, everybody in between, you buzzing. How are you feeling mentally though? Why you doing this? You feeling like, damn, I really gotta stop and find myself because I wanna rap or but because people saying I sound too much like this nigga, this might not be for me. No, I ain't think that, you know, I, I knew I was good. Like I, my mom, she was always like, you got a gift, you talented, son. You know what I mean? You just might not know it, but this might be your calling because she was heavy in the church and stuff like that. And I was yeah. like, all right. um, You know, but that was that time me taking it off to reflect and try to find out who I was and like who I wanted to be like as an artist. Because, you know, during that time I was rapping about the streets, you know what I mean? Because I was a young kid in the streets. So it was like right. I was rapping about that type of stuff. But I felt like music should be used, utilized for more than just, you know, talking about my life and, and emphasizing it in a way that is like demeaning to kids, women, and whoever else that was listening to it. And I was young thinking like, I used to always overanalyze everything. So I'm thinking it at this way. So at that time, I'm like, man, I need to reinvent myself. So I kind of- how old are you at the time? 17, 18? About 15. So the reinvention of yourself musically is coming at 15? Yeah. Okay, okay. So, good. and then I, like I said, I think I came back at like 17. And, and I, you know, that's when I really start going full-fledged, like, I'm going to take this serious. This is what I want to do. I love this stuff. You know, because I, I really, I knew I loved it because I was studying it too much. Like, I, I listen to music different than, you know, people just listen to music, just listen to it. Like, oh, yeah, that's dope. I like the song. But me, I'm listening to every word, whatever they saying, the hook, how the cadence is going, how she sung it, what note she was in. Like, you know, all everything. I'm listening to so many components of the music. So. But that's like, so hindsight is twenty twenty, but that was actually instilled in you because yeah. that's how your grandfather had to listen to music to write music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's what we were saying. All the decisions that somebody make, that affected you two generations later. Now you like, I just can't listen to it. I got to see 
why they saying I sound like Jay-Z? How do I not sound like him? So, boom, you come back, and it's two years later, and you come on the scene. Do you change your rap name, or you still Young Ceno when you come no, back? No, I changed it, because, uh, you know, Ceno from here, yeah. you know, he was doing, I was like, I ain't gonna be Ceno, I'm just, I'm Chameleon, because I, I feel like my, my little brother, well, he's not my real little brother, but we've been like that since, you know, at the time, he was always like, man, you a chameleon. I was like, what you talking about? He's like, I seen you, because I, I had like a writing skill, like I would, any track I get on, I just go with the track, like I don't, I might rap fast, I might rap slow, I might harmonize, I might do whatever. Like, it, whatever the beat tell me, that's what I'm gonna do. And he was like, like, you a chameleon. Every time you get on the track, it seemed like you a whole different person. And from there, I was like, yeah, I like that. You yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm a chameleon, I'm a chameleon, young chameleon. So how long did that name last? Because, uh, I mean, at this chameleon time, there coming up also, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. from Houston. It lasted, so It lasted for about uh, two, three years. And then do you still got all of this music? Like you know what I'm saying? Like, do you still get music from when you was young, Ceno? Like, or um, I did, but my uncle, the one that was doing the recording at the time, he don't have none of it. Like, he computer crashed. He used to have it all. Like, you know, what yeah, I'm saying? yeah, and yeah. I ain't, I don't have none of it. I be asking for it though sometimes. Like, man, <laughs> yeah, God, yeah. I want to check out something, you know, because my dad he would still be talking about a mixtape. You know, I don't know y'all remember the Super Bowl came out. Like, yeah, it was here. Yeah, it was here. And, you know, everybody was out here and we was pat. We had like this mixtape and we was passing it out. And, you know, we gave it to like Cameron and all them and Fergie and, you know, everybody that we could find that was here. You know what I'm saying? And we was giving it out. And my dad, like, people loved the mixtape. And, like, people loved it so much that the copies we had, they were stealing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we, I would be looking for it sometimes because people still be asking me about it. Like, man, you still got that mixtape you had? Like, what's it called? Y'all was on something, boy. Y'all was headed y'all. Every now and then, do you look on the mixtape sites to see if somebody put it on there or YouTube and shit like that? You should do that, man. (laughs) Like, you'll be surprised. Like, just put the shit in YouTube. Like, song names you can remember and shit like that that was yours. Just put it in. You would be surprised. Your shit probably floating around on YouTube, bro. It might. I ain't never thought to look that. I still just be asking for the CD. Like, yeah. somebody got a CD. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because that was the CD time. You know what I mean? So, what are you listening to at this time, uh, at that point, like, uh, locally from Detroit? Um, I don't think the only person I really listened to from Detroit is probably, like, Royce. And that I, was, I, yeah, I can see that. That was, I like, here that. and there. I ain't really... I ain't really like Royce. I liked him, like his bars, his lyric. I could never take that from, but like his beat selections and the things he rapped off, I just wasn't feeling it. You know what I'm saying? But like some of it was all right. You know, but like I ain't really listened to nobody from here at that at that point. Like I wasn't really into the Detroit rap. Nah, do, it was. Is it a reason for that? Is it the, like because this never? It just never caught my attention. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't really. You know what? And this ain't nothing. I'm not talking about you when I say this, but you may fall into this category. When niggas used to listen to Jay Z, they was like musical snobs. So like, (laughs) so the quality of local music don't match up. So they don't want to hear that shit. You feel what I'm saying? And it's like, now when you go back and you listen to uh, the Blueprint, the quality of that album is so fucking sick that I can see why nigga. Cause it, yeah, yeah, you gotta well, turn you, your shit up. If if I get in the car, and I like now we playlist and shit, right? Yeah. So that's how you really start to see how trash niggas' quality was. Like like no limit. I love. I got TRU tatted on my arm, but the quality of music was super trash because you got to turn it up after some. Like no mixing, no mastering for sure. And then you hear stories of them saying that, like, yeah, we ain't mix it, we just put it out. You know what I'm saying? But then you hear a nigga like Jay Z. They making this shit at fucking the same studio Michael Jackson recording out of. So when that song come on, you got to turn the next one up. And that's how you gauge See, quality. I don't even think it was the quality. Like, I think it was always the lyrics for me. Like, I was, okay. I be, I'm a lyricist at that time. So, like, I'm, I feel like 
I'm dumbing myself down listening to this, like because I'm on a whole different plateau. Like if I go in the studio with you, you and you, I'm gonna kill you. You know what I'm saying? Like on the track, you couldn't even keep up. So it's like I don't. I'm dumbing it down for that. I don't want to listen to that. Like and that's just how I used to look at it. Like bar wise, I just never felt like they was not even in my category. So why would I even listen to them? Yeah, and it wasn't that they was terrible or to me. It just was where you seeing yourself as opposed to where you seen because you competitive. So you like yo. I'm not playing on the C League. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, A League yeah. shit. And ain't nothing wrong with that. So, you, uh, how did you make your way to the BET Cypher? Um, that was, I think, I was in Atlanta at the time. Was that Atlanta? Was that Atlanta? I'm not really sure. Uh, like, far as what city it was in, but like somebody had, you know, hit me up and I thought it was a joke. You know what I mean? And they was like, yeah, whatever. And then I seen them post me on BET. Like on the actual page, like one of my freestyles, and I was like, "Damn, for real!" <laughs> like this might be real. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to record it. I don't know what happened, like, or what I don't know the situation, so I didn't get a chance to be on the actual experience. But like, I was mentioned and I was nominated and all that type of stuff. So I didn't, my freestyle didn't. I don't know what happened. Like, I think they chose the votes or something like that. So. I always hate shit like that, man, because you can't never, you know, I feel like when it's contests, they be knowing who they want, but they just got to make it look as authentic as, yeah, as possible. possible. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. But what kind of experience was that for you? Um, it, it was dope. Like at that point, you know, like I said, like different things like that, like those accolades, they just good for me if I made it or if I didn't make it. You know, if I ain't make the cut, they didn't make the cut, whatever. But it's like for you to pick me out of somebody. Gazillions of people. Yeah, right? I, never even, <laughs> yeah. I never even reached out to you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I didn't, my manager didn't reach out. Nobody, y'all reached out to me and picked me to be a part of this opportunity. So it was like, it was it was a blessing to me. Like it made me lean like my music is, is resonating. You know what I'm saying? With it's doing what I yeah. needed it to do. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So how did you actually end up writing and producing for other people being in Atlanta? Um, well, it was uh, this guy um, that was like a manager for um, Christina Milian. Yeah. And, um, you know, he had heard like some stuff that I had, you know, been jotting down. Because I, I don't know if you ever heard of this group called Charm. They was from here. Yeah. 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 And um, like me and Fletcher, I had wrote a couple things from him. And it was just me playing. I didn't even know I could, you know, write R&B. Like I would right. just be sitting there like messing around and I'd be like, humming stuff he'd be like man say that again i'd be like i ain't humming i'm humming he's like no let me get that melody from you and i like what you call it then from there i start you know putting words and he was like it was dope and he pitched a couple to them and from there i was like oh, i could do this you know what i'm saying so we had sat down like i said with this manager it was like christian million manager and you know we kind of wrote a couple songs from her we pitched to him and then from there i kind of like when figure out how i can get to people's managers myself you know what i'm saying like right. how can i get to your manager like if i can do this like me be somebody's ghostwriter so from there i just start you know writing and submitting stuff to different artists and different people and i i got picked up for anything me. charted oh uh, yeah but i can't tell you right 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 well tell me off eric because i'm pretty i, I want to know you feel what i'm saying <laughs> tell me so, so you're a real ghostwriter yeah. like like because yeah. people will be saying people ghostwrite stuff but that's just terms that they hear that they yeah. don't know <coughs> and a, excuse me, a real ghostwriter can't say publicly who they nah, did yeah. anything. It's contract. That, yeah, that, that, that's what makes it a ghost. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. If your name in the credits, you're not, not a ghostwriter. Ghost you yeah. credit it on the music. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's that's good, though, because you see that there's more ways than just being an artist to get paid. You probably make, unless you come out the gate with a, a top 10, you probably gonna make more being a ghostwriter until people realize, like, oh, this, this guy got talented stuff. So, we go get right now to the new EP, uh, with the latest EP, uh, Romans Twelve, and now we got the new name. Like, how did you come with that name? Um, 
AGF Israel, like AGF means always God first. Okay. And then Israel, you know, it's like where we come from. You know what I'm saying? So like that's pretty much where the name stemmed from. Now, what what made you uh, change it to that? Uh, like, did you seek out a different religion? Have you always been this uh, in touch with with uh, stuff like that? Like, when did you start having your awakening into those type of moments? Um, I've always been, like I said, spiritual. I grew up, like I said, in the church family, but I was always like the opposite because I ain't. I just thought church was so fake. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like I always was trying to figure out myself, and I was gonna be like an atheist at one point because I was like, this can't be real. And then, you know, I went. And had like a fast and I started reading the Bible for myself and, you know, just trying to understand it and, and become my own man in spirituality and, and have my relationship with God. And so from there, I, you know, I started getting revelations and different things. And from that's who I became who I was like, I'm not a religion or nothing like that. I just believe in God and I believe in his word. That's all. OK, cool, cool, cool. That's dope. So you named your uh, latest EP Romans 12. Now, why Romans 12? Well, like Romans 12, it was a scripture, um, you know, and it's pretty much. Basically, you know what I'm saying, saying like, you know, be transformed from the renewing of the mind and the ways of this world and things like that. So it was like at this point in my life, I'm stepping outside the matrix. I'm falling into who I am. You know what I'm saying? I'm becoming as one with my spirituality and I'm, I'm becoming a different person. I'm not thinking for the world anymore. Like when I'm doing music, I'm not thinking about what's going to be a hit. I'm not thinking about what's going to be this. When I'm talking to my children, I'm not thinking about what's prevalent for you at that time. I'm thinking about what's prevalent for the long run. So it's like. I'm becoming a whole new person at this time. Right. You know, I'm, I'm transforming my mind. Like, so you said stepping outside the matrix, man. And that, like, that is a battle, man. I don't think people know how much it is. It's a battle to step outside the matrix because you have to literally unlearn everything you've ever been taught. Like, we was just talking on the way here. Like, in all actuality, in the black community, I'm about to tell you the difference between the communities when we was talking about them earlier. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the suburbs and the ghetto. Everything that is praised in the ghetto is actually the worst thing for the ghetto right. or any community. Right. So when we praising these niggas who uh, we say, oh, such and such a gangster because he had come through and oozy up the block. But you know what that actually mean? Now your kids can't play outside because because such and such and them got a stronghold on this bitch that they want to kill one nigga. And when they come shoot, they kill five kids. Right. That don't happen in the gated communities, in the rich, rich neighborhoods that you start seeing. You know what I'm saying? So when you step outside the matrix, because I'm in the process of stepping outside the matrix, bro, and I'm like, bro, I'm not watching no violent content. Right. I don't want no, I don't want to see nobody shooting up shit. I, got, I walk around with a gun. I, at one point, I was a young terrorist too, and I was ready. I couldn't wait to shoot a nigga. I couldn't wait to kill a black motherfucker. Every, whatever, because this is all we see, and it's not like I was, you know what I'm saying? But now I'm like, Bro, if I pull this strap out and got to kill somebody, it, it, it can't be a nigga because right. I understand what they're going through. And I understand that this nigga don't even know what he's going through unless you literally try to harm me. But I'm not going outside hunting no more. And everything in the ghetto is the worst thing for it. So, like, the ghetto is its own matrix, right? Right. Then you got to step outside. So we, like, at a disadvantage because we got to step outside the ghetto matrix to become part of the regular world's matrix to know we don't want to be a part of that. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. And that's hard for motherfuckers to do, man. That, like, like that. Yeah, adjusting. That, adjusting, like, to show. You know, it's not, it's not easy, but, you know, it's just something that you have to want to do. That's yeah, yeah, you got to want to do it. You, but yeah. you got to, like I said, that's why the, it meant so much because it's like you got to renew your mind first. You got to transform your thoughts. You got to start thinking different, you know what I mean, for you to be able to step outside of that circumference. That that on on the uh, intro to that, who was that? That's your son. At the end, yeah, that's my daughter. Oh, okay, okay. You know, kids, both voices kind of sound the same. Yeah. What made you uh, put put her on there? Uh, she was right there. 
you know what I'm saying? And I'm just the daddy. You know what I mean? I'm like, why don't you just go ahead and read yeah. the scripture for me? So how many kids do you have? Five. Five. And how was fatherhood with five kids? Because I just found out, like, my great-great-grandfather my great great grandfather had 18, 18 kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, Shit, we don't even know all of them. So that <laughs> makes the family bigger. You feel what I'm saying? They all day. So what's crazy is, like, they all in Philly. Nigga took you to Philly, was in Philly with you. Might have been my cousin. My granddaddy got 18 kids. I mean, my great-granddaddy. <laughs> my, my Listen, this because <laughs> this always <laughs> fucked me up. My great-granddaddy got so many kids that at one point, it's a baby out there who is either my great-granddaddy's or my granddaddy's. So I wonder, I always say to my wife, who introduced the bitch to who? You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> like, who introduced the bitch to who? Because she the, the let this nigga daddy hit too. Or you she feel let this nigga son hit. Yeah. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? But you know, that's that Legion shit. But yeah. you know. But uh, like, what's your favorite song on here? What's like, you like you feel like this resonated with you the most? Um, I think it would be... I gotta remember the songs because I freestyle everything. So just let me think about it. Hold up. Well, I tell you what my favorite was. Uh, uh, Protect your soul. Protect your soul. Yeah, I like that. That one. I like that one too. I think my favorite one was. What is the name of that song? What's the name of that song, man? <laughs> you know more about the songs than me. You know well, I, I I I like the way you opened it up, right? I feel like when artists come, if that if that first song, whether they call it an intro or it's just the first song, that set the tone for the for the music you feel what i'm saying and i felt like your intro was a strong opener it set the tone for the music you know what i'm saying i played it a couple times between uh i actually got up i get up in the morning and do my chores and what i mean by my chores is i'm married and i, I like to make shit easy on my wife you feel what i'm saying so i get up and i wash the dishes and shit i say yo i'm gonna let my man shit rock out now if you can make it through a dishwash with me I fuck with you. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's just the long yeah. and the short. Or if we talk about it together. So like, cause we like, we identical twins and shit, but we like totally on two different sides of the spectrum yeah. in our thinking. We, we agree that we both think good. And you know what I'm saying? But like, we get to the same place. It's just, I'm going to take one route. So long story short, like I'm like, yo, I, I, I fuck with dog shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? It got replay value. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't a lot of cussing. I didn't notice a lot of cussing, like right off the rip. You know what I'm saying? So I had to like go back and listen to it. Like, is this nigga even cussing? Like, I probably <laughs> used like maybe one or two cuss words in the whole. I, I usually like in my other stuff, I never cussed at all. Yeah, I, could, I, yeah. I made a, you know, a vow to do that. But like, I feel like, like lately, because of my new mindset, I'm like, I ain't cussing ain't gonna hurt me. You know what I mean? Plus, sometimes it might just you gotta cuss. It go, yeah. it go across, you know, even harder than what I would would have said it at that point. Because like I used to challenge myself, like if I don't, I could use other words for cuss words. And what's crazy about that is that Chameleon there didn't used to cuss. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like you, you know, was actually sharing a name similar at, at one point. And so you said you got five kids. Like, what's the age ranges? Uh, eleven. On down. Yeah. Okay, so. Are your kids really in the entertainment or like they just see daddy do this and they might be like, I'm at the studio with daddy. Might as well hop on this track. You know what I'm saying? Well, see, like like what, what you're saying about that, my oldest, you know what I'm saying? He's spitting image as his daddy. You know what I mean? As far as like following my footsteps and everything, you know, I he next to come out. Like right, oh, that's he dope. 11, he got a, we may have been working on this project now. Well, he's been working on it. He writes his own stuff. Now, is he an 11-year-old rapping like an 11-year-old, or is he an 11-year-old trying to come I'll let y'all hear something when, yeah, when yeah, we get yeah. up there. But the reason I said that, though, is because what the kids are actually missing are kid stars. Yeah. Like, everybody was going crazy on Cardi B and them about their song or whatever that the little girls was listening to it, right? But it's not no little girl groups for little girls to listen to. Like, so it's not, it's, no, it's never, like, 
who are these 11 year olds, not your son, but like, who are they listening to? They listening to this drill shit. They listening to kill, kill, murder, yeah, fuck yeah. hoes. Uh-huh. So when you hear, because when we was rapping and we was young, that's we used to rap like all the older niggas. And a lady said to us, Trona, she said, hey, Y'all will make it if y'all rap like Crisscross, but we not understanding she mean be kids. Crisscross was kids. They was a phenomenon. That works. Yeah. Two kids who 10 years old. Yeah, we in the streets with 14, 15-year-old niggas, but nobody, no adult wants to be the one that says, go be with the 14, 15-year-old niggas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if my because my daughter, she little, she uh, she a star. She don't, she it ain't about music or nothing. She just a star. And bright. She just and I told her, like, uh, you got to be a kid though if you want to do this shit. You can't. You, I can't sell you when you four through seven. I have to. You have to be four through seven. You can't yeah. be grown in this shit because that's where the conflict of mentality comes in. Like I don't want my seven year old giving across anything but being a seven year old or four year old. So like, entertainment and kids is a touchy thing. You know what I'm saying? Because. Every adult in entertainment with their kids know what this shit go bring. Yeah. You know you got to be hard. Like to me, Joe Jackson is one of the best fathers that the world has ever produced. All of his kids successful. Yeah, you got to whoop some ass to get anything in success. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta be hard on him. You gotta be dad. I gotta be hard on you because I'm dad. Yeah. Then I gotta be hard on you because. I'm investing money in you. And anytime it's up to the kids to get the family in a better situation, it's always going to be hard on the kid. Right. And people do that. Like like, like you, me. You, I'm not looking for my daughter to blow up and that's going to fulfill my dreams. Like, no, no. no, I'm funding her dreams. Yeah. <laughs> so I go broke funding her shit. Well, if, I, if I'm investing in her, I am looking for that. I need a return. On I need a return on my investment, <laughs> but I'm not like, you know, like. Well, that's my niece, so I'm joking. Yeah. But, but you know, like a bitch, I have not put no money up for yeah. nobody but else. See, kids. Like me, I just do it. Like I got to do it because like, that's what he said he wanted to do. Right. But so like, I don't pressure him. Like once know, he say he done, he done. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like here, we don't, he posed Ben had music out, but he procrastinate. You know what I mean? I'd be like, why you ain't down? Because, you know, I got a full studio in my basement. I'm like, why you ain't, why you gonna be down here? He want to play Fortnite. You know what I mean? I'm not going to pressure you. You know what I mean? If this is what you, yeah, you want to do. You going to have to figure out yeah. that means yeah. no Fortnite. I'm about to spend them 30 hours that week in the studio. <laughs> no, like, right. but you know what I'm saying? But that come with I wanted to ask about another song too. She want a real one. Like, is that about a particular person or are you just saying women overall? Oh, that's in general, just women overall. You know, I watch the spectrum of women and, you know, like all women want what they say, you know, a real one. But like I was giving them I, uh, identifying what a real one would be. You know OK, saying? so if you had to pick out one thing from that record, because you said you freestyle everything because uh, you got daughters. Right. Yep. What would you tell your daughter to look for in a man? I just just the one a man that, you know, love her unconditionally. Like if, if he love you unconditionally, he's going to provide, he's going to protect you, you're going to do all those different things. So like just unconditional love like not love you know it has conditions then you got unconditional love and unconditional love is gonna show all the time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, w- I would agree with that i got two daughters you know what i'm saying and i always tell them you never go find a nigga as cool as me yeah but if yeah, he almost yeah. if he almost as cool as me you feel what i'm yeah. saying we can i, w- I would tell him. my daughter to find a nigga who's not judgmental because that's how the unconditional love actually take place like like a nigga say he want a freak hoe right yeah but then he wants his bitch to be a virgin. It don't That's happen. because you're judging. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you but can't. see, like if you if you set the grounds for your daughters, like yeah. you know what I mean, to give them the example, like because you can tell them these things, but you have to. They o- right. They yeah. only going off what they see. Yeah, yeah. You, that's what I'm saying. You gotta show, like I'm a non-judgmental person. Like I don't judge nobody because I don't know whatever your circumstances is. You know what I'm saying? But by me not judging you, that's what really builds love because I'm not in love with the ideal of, of you. the person. Yeah. I'm not in love with the. 
she looked good, so she should be able to do this. I'm in love with the fact that, okay, you do look good, but you're dumb as shit, but I understand that. So instead of going on you for being dumb, I got to teach you something yeah. and stuff like that. And people, like, judging people is where people get let go. down. Because they got, yeah, you got expectations. Like That's why I actually don't, well, I'm not judgmental either, but that even extends to music. So when I listen to musical artists, I just want to see what point was they to trying to get yeah. across. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Because I believe that everybody make music for somebody, right? So if something not for me, I can say, that's not for me. That don't mean it's bad at all, right? Okay, so I'm going to give you an example, right? I, I never thought Chief Keef, I've never heard a verse that was like Chief Keef be going, right. right? But I've seen Chief Keef rock a concert with motherfuckers from front to back yeah. singing every word. Oh, they think that nigga going. You got to respect that. Yeah. You feel I, what I'm saying? And I don't understand how niggas just can't see that. That's like, why I take it back to like with the Detroit artists. Like I never back, you know, when I didn't used to listen to music like that, it was like, yeah, what you call it? Like it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't like I thought it was garbage or it just wasn't for me. But like, as I evolved and you know what I mean, I got a little older and I, I listen to music differently now. Like the way I listen to it, like I even tell him, like you gotta have a different ear for it because you can tell somebody, oh, that's trash, but three weeks later they laughing at you because that song then blew up. You know what I'm right, saying? Like right. and it's it's like you gotta listen to it for what it is. And see, like I listen to it like music for what it is. Like like I have songs, like I listen to Peasy sometimes now. Like I like some of his music. I think Peasy dope as an artist, but I, I wasn't listening to music like that at that point in time for what it was. I was listening to it for what you wanted it to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got any visuals to uh, songs on this project? Wintertime got a visual. That's, is that the only one? Uh, yeah, that's the only one. I didn't shoot any visuals. Like, honestly, with the project, I wasn't even ready to drop it. Yeah. It was all his idea to go yeah. there and put it out. Like, now, when you say his, because people can't see you pointing. My, ma my manager, it was, his, it was his idea. Let's put this out. I'm yeah. like, it ain't ready. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not 100% happy with it yet. Yeah. And I wanted to keep doing So, like, once we dropped it, I constantly, I went right into the next thing. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right, I'm about to go because. I wasn't happy with it, like. Yeah, but why not though? Like, like, what didn't you? Uh, what weren't you happy with? Uh, from an artist standpoint, I just felt like it could be better. Like, yeah. I, I didn't capture everything that I wanted to capture. As far as like my transformation and, and renewal, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't embody it. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I just didn't feel like I embodied it. it wasn't, wasn't my best to me. Right, right. So, what you working on right now? Would you feel like that was your best? Because you said you went right into the next. Um, now this next stuff. I'm happy with it so far. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> how, how deep are you into the next uh, project? I mean, I don't know. I'm deep. You know yeah. what I mean? I've, I stay recording 24-7, so, like, I, I'm deep, deep. But this this new batch of music is, this thing, it's like my best. But I'm making it my, I think I'm making it my best because this is my last album or EP or whatever you want to This is your last offering. Yeah, this is what I'm, it's my last for, like, a while. I think I'm going to fall back because I got two other artists. I got my son coming up, and I got my brother-in-law coming up. Like, I got... A bunch of different. Well, that's noble as a CEO to say, "Hey, I'm gonna put one more right. offer." But, but now say you drop this and you it, it, out of here. You that, can't fall back. What you go? I'm a, you I'm gotta, a, you gotta still, support the record. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> still like you know perform, do whatever. But like my time will be most spent recording spent them, recording them, and getting them to elevate. Because this is what I'm, I'm still going really to for. Like, because somebody has to be that face and keep it going, and then so I'd be able to pull you up and then bring you into the races and do the same thing so like I, that's what i'm really you know doing it for but yeah this is gonna be the last for a while now do you produce your own music as well like what producers are you working with um i work with various producers like um i produce sometimes like my own stuff but i don't really like producing but i know how yeah i do it sometimes i just don't have the patience for it. now how's the family taking all of this in because like uh like my brother said it's kind of like the second this is second coming around for the music but like 
uh, you say you got family in the music industry, your grandfather in the music industry yeah. and stuff like that. So how, how, how are they re- being receptive to this when they see you really putting music out? Uh, my, my grandfather, you know, he's cool because we ain't never really got along like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he ain't never been around. You know, like, he was always wherever, on out of st- in the industry. Country. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever he's doing. Him and my mom never really got along either. So, you know, it was kind of like the disconnect. And, like, I'll be, I'm still, I'll be mad at him sometimes, like, because I feel like he could have helped me and do more, like, you know, in my, like, in my life and helped me to get the game and all these things I had to learn on my own. Like, he could have been there. And he, even other people in my family, like I said, I'm not going to mention them, but, yeah. you know, I, I feel like, I hate that, man. So uh, what I mean by that is we just was talking, me and my brother had a conversation earlier. Like, I just hate when people don't extend that hand when they see somebody in their family trying to do something. Hey, man, this is going to actually make us stronger. And if, you know what it takes. Like, if 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 I don't got what it takes, just yeah. tell me that. Yeah. And then I and then I make I can, you recognize right, or I, I can, can fuck find with that. something yeah. else to do within this because I might not. OK, so uh, so say, for instance, they would be like, hey, man. People ain't feeling you, but they love when you write R&B music. Yeah. So now you know, okay, let me focus on writing this R&B music. But w- if I tell you that, then I got to help you get these songs placed. And that's going to make me like look like, oh, you know, the music the music industry, monkey see, monkey do. I need a song from Dog Who Wrote That. I need this hot, uh, this new hot artist. You feel what I'm saying? Or I mean, this new a hot writer you feel what i'm saying so it's like i don't understand when people do that man and nothing makes me more upset than that because especially in these times you hear people saying stuff like family legacy wealth building blah 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 yada 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 this is how you do that without saying it you feel what i'm saying yeah. if you my cousin and i feel like you got what it takes nobody had to know you my cousin yeah. or that everybody can know but i'm working with family man me and my brother rule is always do business with family first man that's you feel I, what i'm saying it. always if we go present it if you don't want to rock with it that's you but i presented it to you first you feel what i'm saying and i just don't understand when people don't want to do stuff like that bro that that nothing make me more upset than that because it's I, like i think that stems just from that like i was saying that mental slavery that mental and slavery because we've been taught to do this like to hate one another and not to be able to utilize the resources that we have around each other because even even your family get jealous like they might look at your talent and be like oh no he might surpass me you know what i'm saying and and then they like oh, no. but that's actually the best thing because look if i if i wherever i stop it is that's the furthest i can go no matter what right so right now right if i stop right here and my cousin shoot 20 steps ahead of me he had to look at me to see that he can even get there. Right, right, and and uh, it's because but people ain't in tune with the universe to understand the universe only got what it's like. Even with rap, you know the biggest thing that I dislike about rappers. No, what is it? When another rapper hitting and they say if they like them, they will like me. Totally not the it's case. Not the like case. it's just not the case, and that like that speaks to someone else's mentality so much. Like. Forget the fact that they grind it. Forget the fact that this is literally just their path. Like, like, like that's what it boiled down to. This is literally just their path, which matters overall. I think sometimes it can be the other person's path, too, because there's a lot of, like, back to the same thing, not even just family. It's just us as a, as a whole, as a culture. Like, you might have an artist that's in a better position than you, and then he might reach out to you like, you dope, whoop-de-whoop, ha-ha, you know, it's conversation. We talk like that, but when it comes down to let's put some music together, let's do this, it never happens. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's always some type of... Man, that's... Yeah, people... Back. Listen, people f- fail to realize this. People go like what they like, and it's enough money out here for, for everybody. everybody. If we both rap, and 
you told me you like me, so you obviously listen to my music. Yeah. And so let's do something together. If not, just say no. And then okay, I'm not cool. mad. I'm yeah, not mad yeah, at yeah, that. Yeah. But I, I, don't like I look, man. It's too much. Just be weird, you know. They it's, weird. It ain't the word. It's just like super weird. Like it, people would tell me, they be like, "Let's build," and then you know, you be like, "Okay, whatever that means." Yeah, 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. What do we build it? Yeah. We build it like I'm not a female. I don't know what you mean, but all right. Yeah. But then when you get to talk about music, like yeah, we get to that. Like all right, let, all right. Well, you about to do this because right, because this is the thing, and this is real talk. Everybody want to be friends. Instead of saying, hey, man, let's try to build a friendship. Hopefully that turn into a working relationship. Uh, a nigga say, I don't fuck with a nigga outside of rap. But the only reason you don't fuck with me outside of rap is because I didn't want to be your friend. I actually wanted to do what we said we was going to do. And then now that it's like, well, AGF ain't friendly because you came into this saying, let's build. I'm not trying to go with you, nigga. I ain't trying to fuck you. What are yeah. you? We, like, we, let, let's right, build, yeah. me. Let, let's do uh, some, some music. Some music. Yeah. Like, because yeah. Especially like if we chop it up online and you you like yeah I think you dope and I'm like oh yeah you dope too we put it let's put something together you know do some music whatever and you like yeah for sure let's build we gonna we gonna tap in and then like you hitting him up like yo what's up you know what I'm saying like let's get it done yeah here go the first brick to what we building yeah, like, like, yeah, like, like what's you call it call it you like yeah you know and then yeah it's all good and love but then at the same you know it never happens like yeah. you, you because it, niggas definition of love really be rooted in hate man yeah it's a, they, they say it's weird. a thin line they, it's like weird stuff when i don't even really know you and then a person to be online talk about bro yeah man you know it's deep in the rap with us <laughs> like how i don't even like what's my real name yeah oh, like, okay. yeah, like how yeah, bro? like, yeah, we, like we, we supposed to build and yeah. I, we ain't built nothing you know yeah. what I'm i don't even know you right yeah. <laughs> that's crazy hey we appreciate your time man so tell the people how they can uh get uh how they can get familiar with your music and get familiar with your online persona now i only say online persona because i some people be different on and offline like some people may love me online and hate me in real life and vice versa so that's just my online persona but how can people reach out to you and contact you if they want to build. Um hit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with that, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? You uh Instagram at agf.israel and then um Twitter is uh at Obadiah Entertainment. Or you can hit up my manager at Fred underscore B. And you know, if you want to do features or whatever like that, um Facebook at J Israel. Is B just a B or is it B E E? Just F R E D underscore B. Yeah. Used to be. And how did y'all meet before we get out of here? Um, Cause dog looked like he a hitman from the fucking LA uh, <laughs> '80s era. Yeah, you ain't got no Jerry uh, girl. Uh, he got that like Raiders hat on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we uh we had actually worked a job together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was, I wasn't even doing music at this time, and him and this other guy, they just kept like, "No, nah, you talented, don't quit." You he know? believed in you. Yeah, he like don't yeah. quit, and so Keep a nigga like that around. Man. And like, it was funny how we met. We rode around. He was like my trainer. We rode around in the same because I'm an introvert. I really don't like people, so yeah. it's like we rode around in the same van for like three weeks and yeah. never had a conversation. We yeah. talk and he, type of nigga. I wouldn't even train. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he don't because he don't talk. Yeah, and I don't that had talk. to be awkward. Yeah, like you know what I'm like so. Only thing he would ask you did this before. I'd be like, yeah, all right, yeah. And, and that was the end of it. Like we never talk, and then it was like one conversation we had at like. Out of that three weeks, yeah. like it just trickled down, and we learned we had more in common. Now you see how y'all was building without saying, "Hey, man, yeah, let's yeah, build." Yeah, <laughs> but, not, but see, I believe God aligned people, send people your in, way, in your way. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because for three weeks, like if it, it had to be God, because I don't really talk. Like I'm, I'm not about to be the person that's just gonna sit there and just be like, "How you doing?" You know what you call it? I think that's always been my issue. I'm, I'm getting better with it now. Like yeah. you know, that's why when people say "Let's build," I be like, well, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like. We didn't talk. So, like, but the, the third week, I think it was like third week, we had a comment. It 
turned from a conversation about some work stuff turned into an actual conversation. And from there, we just, yeah. we've been tight ever since. Like, he like my brother. Like, I ain't, yeah. and you don't, I, you, it's really like, you don't know, you don't find people like that. that yeah, yeah, they got gotta, the same, like, mind, that, yeah. the same loyalty, the same everything. Like, you know, we've been brothers ever since. It ain't, it ain't changed years in. All right. Hey, AJ, if niggas want to get at you. Hey, man, at TCE Pod on Instagram and Twitter, at TCE Pod on Instagram and Twitter, you can do like this brother did and shoot me an email, PR at TCO. Hh.org. Now that's to let us know that you would like to be a guest on the show. Don't send no music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what about you? If they want to get at me, man, one sljackson.com. I won't even promote nothing else. Uh, go order the book. All that other shit. You can follow me at none of that. Just one sl jackson. I don't want no followers. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna lead you straight to hell if you follow me. So just read my material like you know what i'm saying that was vicious because because if you're looking for if you're looking for a leader leader, i ain't that so i want to lead you into whatever you think your hell might be you know what i'm saying so don't follow me just support me you know what i'm saying order the books you know what i'm saying can you lead me to some freak offs nigga (laughs) yeah that's what i'm saying like if you if you know that you don't need to be around yeah Yeah, but if you know that you don't need to be around no drugs and i'm using weed and shit like that and you, you think it's yeah a don't yeah. don't follow me so yeah i'm, I'm aj looking, i'm sj i want, I want for my, my brother what i want for myself, myself.